Welcome to Not So Men So Nice Podcast. I'm Jess. I'm Jen. This is episode 45. And we're back again. Again, again. again. Yeah. <laughs> so if you follow us on social media, you will notice that we've been kind of quiet. Um, we're still posting funny, you know, videos and pictures and memes and whatnot, but we've had a lot of random life happenstances. Yeah, it's been a little nuts. Um, and as much as we, we love you guys, we, we have to take care of family first. Yes. Um, so I don't know. It's been emotional and stressful and life has been changing a lot for both of us. Um, right. I guess to best protect our kids' identities, um, we both have a kid, you know, struggling medically. Um, and that just is, I don't know, difficult. It is. It is. It's a lot. I mean, um, for on on my side of things, my one of my kids got diagnosed with type one diabetes, which is a huge life change for mm-hmm. everybody in the family. Uh, families, really. Families. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, it's just a lot to handle and a lot to deal with and whatnot. And then you know, I know. Yep, and then on my side of things, one of my kids was diagnosed with a developmental delay, which uh, has caused some uh, issues with her daycare, we'll mm-hmm. say. I'm not going to go into details there because it is still open and raw wound, but she's no longer going to her daycare. So now for the summer, I'm a stay-at-home mom again. Yeah. So that's an interesting adjustment. Um, yeah, lots yeah. of things. Lots of things. Uh, but we are back. And we're committed to doing this more and more and more and more again. Because yes, absolutely. We've both missed this terribly. I know. Like, and like, it feels like a big chunk of my heart was just ripped out and gone. And that made things so much harder to deal with. It does. <laughs> and, you know, like it... This is a way to make sure that we're seeing each other mm-hmm. and, you know, not just because of, you know, stuff. life yeah. being hard, <laughs> but something that brings a smile to our face and hopefully mm-hmm. brings a smile to our listeners' faces. Uh, so, yeah, we're back. We're back. Again, um, again. <laughs> again, again. Do you want to say anything about Game of Thrones? No. None? Nothing? <laughs> Nothing at all? I I loved this season up until the last episode. Right. But I get that they had to do a wrap up. Like, I get it. But, but it was just the way that they did it. I don't know. I, I'm kind of thinking that George R.R. R. Martin was probably like shaking his head in shame. Well, because I had heard that R.R. R. Martin um, actually didn't watch any of the new episodes, but I then. But then I just saw an article. I mean, I just saw the the title. I didn't want to click on it in case it was clickbait that was saying our Martin's reaction to the final oh. episode. But it might just be his reaction to everybody else's reaction. Right. Like, it would make sense for him not to watch the episodes because he wouldn't want them to taint his writing. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was... It was very interesting. And just for our listeners to know, like, I'm not, I'm not caught up. Like, I know a lot of the basic plot and everything from the, the, all the seasons, but I was dedicated to at least watch this final season. And it's just like, holy rushed. Right. Like, it, it was entertaining, <laughs> it was, yeah. but it was just like so much happened in such a little amount of time. But for people to be petitioning to have it remade, that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the, all the hard work that went into this. Yeah. 
And um, I actually posted a link on our social media. It was like um, all the Game of Thrones, not all the Game of Thrones stars, but a whole bunch of the stars and their disappointment with this season. Yeah. Because like they obviously don't always like what happens to their character, their characters or whatnot, but they keep going back to the fact that they all worked their asses off. Oh, yeah. They were making like basically little mini movies for each episode and... Definitely. To have the fans just be like, no, you guys suck. And we'll, like, that's that's hard. Well, and I'm not like, com- like this season wasn't completely disappointing or anything. Yeah. Like, you could tell like they still worked and everything. Yes, it was a little rushed. Like having a having an episode per battle, I guess, was a little weird because normally they'd last a little longer than that. Yeah. And, like, you know, but I, I get it. Like, um, and I know why they had to wrap it up and everything. So like that helps having that understanding. But. I mean, you do. You feel kind of bad. Like, all that culmination and all that, like, everything over the last, you know, eight years. And then, boom. Right? And you're like, what? And the fact that, like, <laughs> pretty much everything ended in the first, like, like half an hour of the last episode. You're just like, wait. What? What just? What? The, what? Wait, what? Now we're doing some wrap up. Okay. Uh, yeah, like, oh, wait, there's other characters? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. But honestly, I, I was completely fine until... The dragon meltdown. Really? Yeah. Like that was like. Like completely fine. Like she gets stabbed and I'm just like, oh, because at first you don't know if it's Danny or John that gets stabbed. Like they obviously they filmed it that way. You're like, oh, my God, did she finally do it? Because I I felt like it would be a better homage to George R.R. Martin if they would have killed off John. Again. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, finally, like, just. I was very surprised that he didn't end up dead. Oh, man, I got really loud. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, that they didn't, like, that he was in a jail cell awaiting punishment was ridiculous with those people okay. specifically. Exactly. Grey Worm would not have let him live. No. As soon as he would have realized Danny was dead, he would have completely, he would have just chopped off Dan- mm-hmm. uh, John's head. Yeah. No, it would not have gone down the way it went down. Unless maybe Grey Worm had somewhat a sense of relief or if because she he knew he could him go home orders maybe no i don't think so like maybe uh, yeah it was cool knowing that he got to go home you know him and like the unsullied like they they got to go free, do their thing they I free, guess. yeah but where did the dothraki go and where does Dro- mm-hmm. drogon take danny <laughs> I mean, there's all the speculation, obviously, yeah. but spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I still like the whole dragon meltdown thing. Like, John is technically a Targaryen, so it wouldn't have necessarily. Like, I get that that was their mom, but like. Yeah, it's kind of like mom and dad were fighting. <laughs> right. <laughs> horrible person. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> no, but like, like I said, I was perfectly fine. Like, okay, John just, you know, killed Danny cool and then like seeing dragon be like oh my god wait and like the sadness in the dragon's eyes and then he just like loses his shit and he melts that freaking throne down because he basically knows that's why she's dead now right and like i'm getting goosebumps literally just like yeah, you are <laughs> thinking about it like they they just they did that so well and like i i don't know why that affected me more <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. No, it's cool. It's cool. I was very sad that uh that Gendry wasn't on the boat with Arya. Yeah. Like I was actually really heartbroken about it. Like I would have been like, nah, and then just gone on the boat with her. Come on, man. Right? It was really cool <laughs> for her to be like 
you know, I'm not a lady. Like, I'm never going to be a lady. Right. Like that, I, I like that. I like that empowerment. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she had to completely rebuff him. But That's true. I mean, she wanted to just go and be a free right. spirit and do her thing. So, treat yourself. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, I still, like, okay, when, when they're, when they're, uh, intimate scene came up i couldn't even watch like i felt sick about it because she was so young and she was she was like (laughs) and he was already an adult like before yeah like like, oh 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 i know she's an adult now but oh they did it so tastefully at least they did yeah they did i mean they they could have really yeah no they could have fucked that up like they've Done with other <laughs> sex scenes, but no, I was really well. disappointed in um, Jamie and Brienne's scene. Though it felt really rushed, like yeah, a little like, weird. Th- that one should have been a little bit more <laughs> explicit. And it's weird to say, but I don't know. I just feel like they just like glossed over that. Like, why even have it in there? Because of like how everything happened, like oh Cersei, I'm gonna go and die for Cersei right, right after. Like it just seemed a little odd. A little yeah, weird. like why even have them get together? Uh, maybe for a little bit more tragedy. I I don't know. I'm always it's, gonna be Team Torment. Torment. Yes. Torment. <laughs> exactly. Like, like I felt I so bad. For, like well, Torment's just well, like uh, he's like all right, fine, bye. <laughs> and like I love it. In the end, she's sitting there like writing about him. You know, like in the the Journal of the Dead or whatever, oh, yeah, and yeah. the Knights thing. Yes, yeah. and it's like you know she could have been so passive aggressive and been like yeah. he died for his slut sister. <laughs> she been, Suck on that dick. Totally, <laughs> totally not her character. Though. No, I love her. She's actually one of my favorites. Although. She's sitting there writing in ink, and then she just closes the book. I know. Where's the dust? <laughs> she was like, oh my god, no. <laughs> Even when, um, what's-his-face was writing about John being the true heir, you know, like, he's not dusting it at all, and, like, he ends up burning it, but I'm still just like, um... Oh, Varys, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, no, dust it. <laughs> I cried so hard when he had to die. Ryan. I loved him. Yeah. Best character ever. I love that he didn't even scream or anything, he just died. Like, right? it was, that was awesome. Yeah. They did that very well. It was very noble. So apparently this episode is about Game of Thrones, guys. It's been been 10 minutes. (laughs) It's been 10 minutes. Okay, that's not so bad. So (laughs) if you don't watch Game of Thrones, then... This last 10 minutes has been very boring. Very boring. Um, (laughs) Well, we spent a couple minutes talking about life. That's true. Um, And that we're we're back. We're back. Again, again. We had to talk about Game of Thrones because it just ended and... Holy crap, it was great. We need to throw in our two cents, too. Everyone else did it. Mm-hmm. Even though I haven't listened to anything else. I've been a very bad podcast listener the last month. Yeah, I really been haven't been listening to a either. lot either. So, sorry, guys. And to all of our favorites um, that have been listening to us, you guys are awesome, mm-hmm. and we will get caught up. But again, life has been insane. Cray, um, cray. One thing that I really wanted to talk about, as long as my phone lasts long enough that I can find the link for it, um, on our Twitter, we were talking about um, first cartoon crushes. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Because it was actually like a hashtag game that was, you know, going on there for a minute. So I was like, well, this is great because we had just talked about it Mm -hmm. after our um, Hall Pass episode. Yeah. About, you know, well. What about cartoon ones? Right? Because, like, we all all have those little things. Like, I talked about liking Soap from Call of Duty, and that's, you know, a video game character. (laughs) 
Um, but I did uh, say that I wanted to list a few of our favorites off of our list on here. Because um, the very first one, the original post that I found oh. um, was at I Gather Speed. And he was talking about how his first one was Holly from Cool World. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I need to follow you immediately because Cool World is one of those cult classics that mm-hmm. we loved. Oh, it was good. And she was definitely on our cartoon crush list. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't be our first one. No, but dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then I put, were we the only ones with confusing feelings for Robin Hood? And we're obviously talking about the cartoon Robin Hood from our youth. (laughs) Because he just had this, like, air of confidence. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. you know, you could tell he was romantic. And you're just like, hell yeah. yeah. It's a little (laughs) weird. Go Disney for capturing that in their cartoon fox. (laughs) Right? Thanks for making us a foxy fox to make us confused as small children. Um... (laughs) It's an older Disney movie. You can't even, like, come on. Oh, yeah. Um, but there was a lot of really good ones at EW Nielsen and I E L S E N's at Josie and the Pussycats. Garrett talks to himself, says Lola Bunny on Space Jam, and of course Jessica Rabbit. That's at G T T H P O D. I don't know how to explain this, but I kind of dug Jafar. There okay. you go, Jenny. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jen likes bad guys. I do. Uh, but pre Jafar, it was clearly Robin. From Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was After Hours Book Club. Uh, their Twitter handle is at After Hours BC. So that's a nice easy one. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Lana from Archer. That's good. That, that's a good one. She, she's fun. Uh, that was at Josh Mike King. Uh, another Jessica Rabbit in here. There's tons of Jessica Rabbits. One, of course, by Minnie Apple Nini. We love you. Mm-hmm. Uh David A. Sterling was talking about Baroness from G.I. Joe, otherwise Shira. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Marky Wren said, of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bewitch. Samantha. It's a little gif of Samantha from Bewitch riding on her broomstick, which is super adorable. Uh, Tila from Masters of the Universe at Mike the Knife BD. Uh, we had so many so many great responses i wish i could read all of them because we were just i don't know tickled to see such a great response to it um ladies and gentlemen dan the non-smoker <laughs> oh yeah that's the other thing that happened while we were on break it's true yeah for the last 27 days i have not had nicotine well for the most part i had two drinks today and that happens and you're awesome for quitting and i'm so proud of you you can do it too. I'm going to. You it's got this. Wonderful. Guys, I tried to quit smoking. I have quit smoking before and I lasted years. Oh, yeah. And then I started smoking again because I'm an idiot. And then I tried to quit smoking and I almost ended up in the hospital. Oh, which is another fun thing that's been going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My blood pressure dropped like dangerously low. Um, and it's been making me really sick lately and a little fainty. Just need my smelling salts Oof. and we'll be good. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's fun, but we're back. We're back again, again, <laughs> again, again. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about before the pause now. We were talking about all the people on Twitter and the cartoon characters that we found mm. attractive. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and some exciting news, guys. We found another bit, like a movie battle thing that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, if it will let you go there, get out of there. Right? Not annoying. <laughs> uh, Esquire.com has an article, let's see, from April 2nd, 40 great classic movies to stream on Netflix. We're hoping all of these will still be available, or at least the ones that we end up choosing. Right. Uh, we really had a lot of fun doing our 80s movie battle. Right. It was awesome. Um, a lot of the movies that... Bring back the fucking facts. Yes. Fucking facts. Uh, and a lot of the ones that we picked, we'd already seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of these ones I think we've seen too, but um, we're going to basically just do a random number generator Yep. to pick 20 movies that we will have to watch and narrow down to find the ultimate classic movie. That we think should be the ultimate classic movie? At least out of the ones available on Netflix. That we pick? On this list. Yep. <laughs> that the random num- number generator picks. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to pull it up on my phone. <clears throat> Do, do, do. Are we going to do it now? Yeah. Oh, I need to get my pen ready. Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay, so there are 40 movies. So we're going to put that number in here. Um, We're going to pass it back and forth between Jen and I to generate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't really matter who generates it. It's it's random. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, Here. Generate 26. She got 26. Which is, if I can get to the gallery now. Uh oh. And see, the fun part about doing this with you guys along for the ride is that we can kind of talk about the ones that are picked. Yeah. Once Upon a Time in America. Once Upon a Time. 1984, Sergio Leone's final film is a Syrian crime epic that charts the lives of a group of men as they come of age in New York City's Jewish ghettos, ultimately rising out of poverty into the underbelly of the city's organized crime world. I don't know if I've actually seen this one. I think I have, but a long while ago, because my parents really liked crime drama. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 25 is the next one. (laughs) 25. 16 candles. Okay, real quick. Does this one get a veto because we covered it in our 80s movies? Uh, yeah, because we already did it. Okay, so regenerate. 11. 11. And for some reason, it's making me click through all of them. The Graduate, 1967. Oh, right. Dustin Hoffman plays Benjamin Braddock, a listless college grad, adjusting to the real world, a world that is shaken when he begins a list affair with Mrs. Robinson, the wife of his father's colleague. Mm-hmm. All right, Next. <laughs> Generate 30. <laughs> of course. It's going to make me go the complete opposite way. <laughs> All right. Heathers. <gasps> Heathers! Yes, 1988. Winona Ryder and Christian Slater start in this pitch black comedy as two teenagers who conspire mm. to kill off the reigning mean girls at their high school, the Heathers. Heck yeah. Super exciting. I'm so excited about that. And I'm, mm, yes, okay. Okay, right. so we got 15 for the next one. 15. Jaws. Jaws. 1975. St- Steven Spielberg's big break came from the scrappy film production that would go on to be a box office um, great and challenge Hollywood in movie making at large forever. Mm-hmm. Nine. 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 Noise. Cool <laughs> hand, Luke. Oh, oh cool. yay. 
All right, cool. 1967, Paul Newman stars in this Vietnam-era anti-establishment film as Luke, a prison inmate who refuses to follow the rules and spits in the face of authority in this Oscar-winning classic. I have wanted to watch this movie since John Cusack said it was his favorite movie in Serendipity. Have you ever watched it? No, I haven't. Oh, you're in for some fun. All right. Okay, good. 14. Benji. (laughs) Hell yeah, I love 1974, that movie. 1974, a stray dog with a heart of gold searches for his forever home while also rescuing two kidnapped kids. What can't Benji do? Uh, you guys want to cry the entire time. Okay, but I love that movie so much. I know, so Benji much. is great. We watched it so much as a kid. Okay, 27. 27. And of course, if we end up getting the same number, we'll, we will re-roll it. Mm-hmm. She's Gotta Have It, 1986. Spike Lee's first feature film is an indie black and white comedy starring Tracy Camilla Johns as a young woman in Brooklyn who juggles three potential boyfriends. All right. That sounds like fun. Yeah. All right. Next up, number seven. Oh, holy allergies. Whoa. <laughs> West Side Story. West Side Story. 1961, contemporary music retelling of Romeo and Juliet set against harsh blacktop of 1950s Manhattan with star-crossed lovers Tony and Maria tempting fate as they fall for each other despite their feuding gang alliances. 18. Annie Hall. 1977, Diane Keaton. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I love this movie. What are you... Might arguably be her most iconic role. Diane Keaton played the idiosyncratic uh, title character in this postmodern rom-com from writer-director Woody Allen, which tracks the relationship between two New Yorkers inspired by the film star's own romance. Oh, all right. And... Is this the last one? We already did 15. Oh, oh yeah, we did. Uh, we, we already did, did seven. seven. <laughs> we already did 30. Jeez. Eight. Can't do eight. All right. <laughs> Dr. Zivago. Okay. Yeah. David Lean's Oscar-winning adaptation of the beloved book. Excellent. Excellent. We have ten. <laughs> ten more. All right. <laughs> Generate 34. You know, hopefully it'll be some on the other end of the spectrum. Dances with Bulls, 1990. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner directed and starred in epic Oscar-winning western about a former Union Army lieutenant who ventures out into the American frontier and encounters a group of Lakota Indians. Mm -hmm. It's a great movie. It is. 16. Monty Python. (gasps) Yes. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. We have an excuse to rewatch it and talk about it. Yes. We don't know exactly how we're going to break up th- these episodes either because we're narrowing it down to 20. So I don't know if we're going to narrow it down additionally. Well, we might do it by t- polls yeah. or something. Um, we'll see. I got 38. And 38. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Pulp fiction. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. 34. Do we already do 34? Yes. All the way to the other end. And, you know, as we're clicking through, we're seeing, you know, little snippets of other ones. And I just am so excited. Strangers on a Train. Strangers on a Train. Excellent. Alfred Hitchcock directs this tense and suspenseful adaptation of 
uh, Patricia Highsmith's novel in which two men meet on a train and agree to kill each other's wives. At least that's what one of the men thinks they've agreed to do. 1951. All right. All right. I'm trying to get through and find, <laughs> find one that we haven't picked 40 because oh, okay. you just got to five so. yes so now i get to click all the way through to the <laughs> other side yay this must be really entertaining for our listeners right now <laughs> the other side of the wind 2018 i don't know if i've heard this one the other side of the wind mm-hmm um, though it wasn't released until this year, Orson Welles' infamous unfinished film, a mockumentary satire of the new Hollywood movement and starring legendary directors John Huston and Peter Bogdanovich, was the director's passion project in the 70s and has a particularly new Hollywood vibe. Broke it. Nah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, it's my turn? No. Do we do six yet? No. All the way back to the other end of the spectrum. (laughs) (laughs) East of Eden. Yes. 1955. Elia directs his masterful adaptation of John Steinbeck's classic novel, which stars James Dean in his first major role as a young man who rebels against his domineering father and struggles to measure up to his more successful brother. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Nine. We already did nine, didn't we? Nope. Yeah, Chloe and Luke. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 39. Oh, what? (laughs) I swear it's messing with us at this point. Yep. Nope, it totally is. Uh, Quiz show. 1994. Robert Redford directs this retelling of the true life cheating scandal that erupted in the 1950s surrounding the popular television game show. 21. 32. Only two to go after this. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Last Crusade. Excellent. All right. 17. I don't think we have 17 yet. I don't think we do. Logan's Run, 1976. Nope. Logan's Run. Okay. Is this the last one? Last one. You already did nine. <laughs> it really wants already us. did five. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already did, yep, we already did 34. 18? 18 we already did too, Annie Hall. Oh my goodness. 30. Yep. <laughs> We do not have four. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the number four. Oh, the number four. Oh, we we agreed not to do Christmas ones. Yep. 30. Did we do 33? Nope. Excellent. We finally found one. I'm really glad that we don't have to watch A Clockwork Orange because as great of a movie as it is, it is so dark. I love that movie. Paris is Burning, 1990. Paris. Which is great is because this is a very dark movie. Burning. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you don't put things out in the universe, guys, because the universe will be like, hey, so. About that thing we were talking about. Orange, now you get to do Paris is perfect. Yeah. So those are our movies. Like I said, I don't know if we're going to put them head to head on Twitter to narrow it down to 10 so that we're only watching 10 of these. Or if you guys are going to make us watch all of them. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen yet. Yeah. We're going to have to put a poll out to see if we're putting a polls out. That's all right. Yeah. (laughs) We got this. We do. It's great. Sounds like we're fishing. Fishing? Putting a pole out? Putting a pole out. I I hope that's... (laughs) Camping? Either that or... Camping. We have equipment that we don't know. Maypole? Maypole. Hey. See? Okay. Yeah. It's great. (laughs) 
So, yeah, we talked a lot of Game of Thrones. We talked a little bit about some classic movies we're going to watch. Do you want to talk about what cartoon characters we found attractive besides Robin Hood? Yeah. I drive <laughs> Soap. Soap and Robin Hood. That's my list. <laughs> That's your list? <laughs> I watch entirely Holly. too many cartoons. Holly from Cool World, for sure. Jessica Rabbit. Lola Bunny. Pretty much everything our listeners said. I was like, hell yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Um, I, now I feel all like self-conscious. Why? Because <laughs> mine aren't on that list. That's good. <laughs> what? You're unique? That's a terrible what? thing, Jen. Please be like everybody else. Or mm. don't because I wouldn't like you then. That's probably true. Hi, Reese. I actually, hi, Reese. <laughs> I actually had, um, as s- stupid as he is, Johnny Bravo was on my list. That's adorable. Because when I was a kid, right? That was like, you know. He was just a big Hong Kong man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think I would probably. And he agree was with dumb, that. so I could control him. Like, it was fine. I kind of, sort of had a thing for the, the professor from Powerpuff Girls. There you go. And I was like, ooh, he's, he's smart. smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. And like Chemical X, I'm pretty sure I could keep me young forever. Sure. Hopefully not too young forever. Yeah, that would be a little creepy. Yeah. No, yeah. that'd be weird. Yeah. That'd okay. be very weird. We we just crossed a border we don't ever need to cross again. <laughs> um, my other one that came to mind immediately when we were talking about this was... Um, um, oh. Colds and allergies are not <coughs> our friends. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Oh. Alright, um, from uh Dragon Age Origins, Alistair. Oh, okay. Dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another one that's kinda like a hunka hunka, but so dumb. But oh the elf. I forget his name though. Zephron, Zeh Zeheron. Anyway, he was super hot too. And then um but yeah, the other one that came to mind immediately too was uh from Castlevania. Um Symphony of the Night. I used to play it all the time when I was a kid. Alucard. And I mean, the cartoon version in the show is pretty damn hot too, I'm, but... I might have thought of Inuyasha just a little. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> oh, sh- sh- Shomaru. Shomaru! Oh my god. Right! <laughs> <laughs> the wolf thing, I don't know. I... <laughs> Which is weird, because we're cats. Also, Vampire Hunter D. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it weird that I kind of find Archer attractive, even though he's a total douche? He's such a tool. But he's so <laughs> adorable for a cartoon character. I mean, I guess. I didn't really watch Archer much. Yeah. So, like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alrighty. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we'll stop fantasizing about cartoon characters now we are still planning on once a week episodes Mm -hmm. uh we will try to get back onto a nice planning schedule so that we are staying on track we are going to be posting a lot more on social media asking for more ideas and what you guys want to see um i know one thing that we would love feedback on is if you have a favorite episode if you could just message us on either Twitter or Facebook at NSMNPod and let us know what episodes you're, I don't know, relating to or most yeah. interested in. Right. Because uh, it helps us know what kind of content we we should be generating. Right. 
We could talk forever about the stupidest shit ever. As you know, if you've been listening, we can ramble for days. Yeah. (laughs) Mm, Tangents. Yay. Mm. (laughs) But, I mean, really, we could sit here and crochet and just... Anyway. (laughs) uh, It's just, it's really nice to hear feedback. It is. Yes. Or if there's something we need to improve on. I mean, obviously, right now we're a little rough because, you know... (laughs) Yeah, because we've been very inconsistent lately. So this episode is probably like, I don't want to say our worst one, but we're, we're getting there. Um, <laughs> because of all the broken and tangents and no clear like outline. And I'm sorry about that. But it's just it, it how happens. it's going right now. Yeah, yeah, we have like a couple good episodes and then we have one where we're just talking from our asses. Right. Uh, we listen to it and we're like, we love it, but it also makes us face palm. Yeah, there's episodes <laughs> I still will not listen to because I'm just like, oh god, we were struggling that week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is understandable. It happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we love you guys so much. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. We've had a lot of great comments on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. People just being like, hang in there. We love you. We support you. We forgive you. <laughs> right. Which is great. We Thank really, you. We, we love really you. appreciate it. Yes. Um, so for now, hope everyone has a wonderful week and <laughs> click.